if I die tomorrow, I hope you hear these words. I ain't here to flip no birds or sip no syrup. Hope the future generations can get this urge. Stay woke, youngin', and avenge these nerds. Uh. I gotta bop every time that beat plays. Every time. It's hard not to. It's hard also, not to. with the countdown, let me just let me let me ask. We do a countdown. We get like ten seconds into the countdown. You go fuck the countdown. We're gonna just go go into oh, like, no, the, no, the, no. the theme there's, song. There's, there's a method to this madness. I'm like, I want to get the whole theme song because when you're hitting live, you're waiting for it to say, "Okay, the broadcast has started." So that's when I hit the theme song. I'm like, "Yep, uh, there we go." Yep. You don't want to miss it. It's it's okay, a good okay. nugget, man. No, 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 that, that, sure. that countdown's a buzzkill, man. I, that's that sound. Like I'd rather have it like with with no sound, and then it just counts down. Or like maybe we make our own countdown, and then we've got you know we've Hold got Lucy coming, coming in. Yeah, we got. I'm looking at that. We got we we got to do that. But a big shout out to Lou Seif. Thank you again, brother, for putting together that song. Um, letting us use it for the intro. If you guys haven't checked out Lou Seif's album, please check it out. It came out in 2020, The Agenda. It is a really dope album put together by an amazing artist. We even did a creative series featuring him. And what's awesome, too, is that we do have a returning creator who we did a creative series with who we're going to bring up. But first, first things first, the announcements. So... Deuces Cascade, make sure you guys are tuning in every Saturday at the podcast, Medusa's Cascade, Collateral Damage, D&D podcast. For other great geek culture stuff, um, podcasts, streams, shows, and networks, check out the description, The Nerds Network, where, again, we are sharing everyone who we know, uh, who we've met, it's podcast, stream, where you like video game streams, where you want to... Um, check out a whole network of podcasts. They are there for you guys. So we're always rotating every Tuesday. And, 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 and quick announcements again because there's a lot to announce today so next week we have a double feature for you guys yes next tuesday nerds will be going on at 9 p.m and 10 p.m eastern standard time why because we will be covering mortal kombat that first hour with one of our guests that is in the backstage and in the second hour we will be with our boys from comments cast and we're going to get to meet lauren as well we're going to finish up the final hour with the falcon and winter soldier season final finale final finale and finally (laughs) Drink and Draw, May 22nd. The Nerds will be hosting an event. You guys can come join us. We're going to be doing a Drink and Draw. And if you're interested too, we may be having a one-shot D&D game. Very limited shots, spots. We'll let you guys know. So um, Shots and spots? Shots I like and it. Spots. Shots, and spots. shots and spots. I will, I will be drinking, but not drawing. There you go. So not, <laughs> I'm going to attempt. I will be drinking and drawing. Yes. So forgive my art. But we will have some amazing artists with us. So when that lineup comes through, we'll be announcing to you guys. Again, more to come on that. And finally, new episode this Friday, creative series interview featuring Rob Anderson. For those who don't know Rob Anderson, he is part of the Written Sins Network. Um, indie advocates he is also um part of comic book school his uh he had story featured in the last comic book school um anthology and again overall awesome guy to put together the indie comic um awards for last year um shout out to the traveling chartist who um took the number one spot for podcast of the year we were cl- a close second it was a great race and we thanked them for doing this um again rob anderson amazing writer amazing person you'll get to learn more about him this friday on nerd so make sure you are subscribing so that's all the announcement guys did, did i do a good job today you did oh, good. Yes, you did. You I, did I, good. I'm, I'm enjoying uh you know aside from regular announcements we're also hyping up our next episodes i think i like this I, this is it feels good it like feels this. nice yes. we're growing so, yes hit him with the spoiler wonder ah uh, yes 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 
the spoiler warning because they now need to do the beginning episodes again uh, because of because of George. Thank you very much. So, uh, today we are talking Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode five, Truth. Anything and everything about this episode, episodes prior, and anything related to the MCU is on the table. Tony Stark has died. You have been spoiler warned. Wait, he died? Apparently. So, well, Further ado, because we have an awesome lineup of guests that are here with us, guys. We're, we're actually excited for this um, this round of guests that are coming in. Um, the first guest that we're going to bring up, because we believe in the ladies first, she was on the Nerds Around before for two episodes. We did an awesome career series. She just kicked some, I'm going to say, ass this weekend at a pop-up, selling her art. Give it up for the one, the only, Aries Mills. Aries! Hey! hey. <laughs> How are you guys? Oh, good. good. It's, it's been, been so long. We, we, it's been such a difference between having you at CVS's apartment to where we are now. <laughs> Very true. We was Night able day. just to get up and pour our drinks for each exactly. other. And exactly. Now, you know. Well, I'm not the bartender anymore, so I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Now gotta, yeah, now we got a bartender for ourselves. <laughs> I feel like that's nope. rude. I feel like nope. that's selfish. <laughs> our next guest, again, I'm happy to bring this guest out. Actually, this guest did a great um had um law on the show last Friday on his show. I did on Go check Twitch. out the sin shop. The links are in the description. So after the show, make sure you check out his links in the description so that this way you can check out his um show episodes and everything. I want to give it up for the one, the only mighty Pong. What is up? Ladies and gentlemen. Hello, everybody. What's the up? Welcome Pong. to the show. What's up, Pong? Yeah, absolutely. That, that, uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, and I was like the yeah. fastest around. He was like, "Can I be on?" I was like, "Yeah, I got you." Like, let's do this yeah, right we're, now. We're, like, we're, yeah. we're, we're listening. To, we're listening to you guys hash it out about Cap, uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon. You guys, all right? Well, we got to get this. We got to get Pong on. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, well. So we have a thing. Like, like the the show that used to be on in our time slot kind of got to the point where they just started talking about Marvel movies every single episode. It was supposed to be about maker spaces and everything. And so <laughs> I've had a blanket rule the entire time we've done the show: no Marvel movie discussion. <laughs> This is a Marvel TV show. So I, that's what, that's what I'm <laughs> that's what I Oh, that's true too. Yeah. 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 And finally, yeah. our next guest oh. has emojis made after him. This man is larger than life in terms of what he is throwing out there with his art. He was also the artist behind an awesome series featuring um Lawrence and RDM Tommy. Um, you know, they were doing crazy stuff. You know, what was the name of that series, Law? What was the name of that series? Serious. You can't, can't be, be serious. Oh, and he is coming back next week because he wants to talk Mortal Kombat. He wants to be. If, that Yo, if y'all out, haven't checked out his Twitch streams, if y'all haven't checked out his TikTok, y'all need to go do that. Y'all need to check out his art. That's been killing it. Yo, the one and the only Kimbo. I'm not gonna lie, you guys had me feeling like I was like a boxing superstar. The way y'all were hyping me up, I'm like doing my shadow boxing and everything. I'm like, oh, okay, coming in at something, something pounds. Art of Kimbo. Let's get ready to not do copyright infringement. <laughs> uh, Michael Buffer's coming on sometime soon. But anyway, I want to thank you guys for coming on the show to talk Falcon and Winter Soldier. So we're gonna get into this episode because you know. This episode is of the hashtag truth. That's what we're going to say. Mm -hmm. It is the hashtag mm -hmm. truth. Mm -hmm. And this episode opened up with the scene that we've all been asking for is Bucky and Falcon mm. 
giving the beat down to our boy yeah. John Walker. Uh, ladies first, Aries, how did you feel about that, them giving him the work? He needed it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him anyway. <laughs> I don't. I'm, as soon as I started watching it, the first episode, when he's like, he, I mean, they could have picked somebody else to do that. He's just, ugh. but he needed it. <laughs> and I just didn't believe. Uh, I mean, he played his role very well. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Credit to the but, actor. Um, I did not expect that episode to go like that <laughs> whatsoever. Oh. But then as he was Wait. chasing them down, I said, he going to kill him. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Pong, oh. go ahead. Well, so so well, I guess a, a couple of things. First of all, like you, I, I thought that you were talking about uh, when you said I didn't expect it to go like that after the end of episode four. That was pretty much how I expected it to go because, like, he he had a beaten coming. But you know what it is? I didn't expect them to go in as hard as as much as they did. Oh, like I figured it's yeah. like, you know, but not straight as soon as they get into the episode. I'm expecting That's that true. is a few minutes in. No, That's I was true. just sitting there flabbergasted, my mouth open. <laughs> the baby oh, sitting we're on my starting lap. Like that. Yeah, we all watching it that night. I was like, watch this. <laughs> they, they said no, no, no fucks were given. But I mean, yeah. how, how at all? Feel? How did you feel with this opening pong? Like, how did you love oh. it? How did he, oh yeah, love no. So, I so I mean, it. like, yeah, I I can't stand that dude so much. Like, like I don't even <laughs> like the the dude from Up because he looks kind of like that guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's how much I don't now like. Now that this guy. you mention it, huh? Huh? <laughs> you guys yeah, he doesn't like him. The guy from Up put the captain thing on him, and there it is. No, uh, like, and I realize that he's playing his—he's playing a role, like you were saying before. And I realize that, but man, I hate that dude. I hate. Oh, I do not care for him. But that's the point. Like, I, I will probably get into this a little bit later, but it, it seems to me that that they wanted him, Captain, like, like the the original Captain Rogers. He, you know, Steve Rogers represented what America said on the tin. I don't know if do you, you want to save this for later. You, you could go now. Go right Just ahead. Okay. He represented what America said on the tin in the 40s. Whereas this guy represents what it actually is now. Makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's that's why, like, I, I, I when uh, a law told me the other night that, that some people actually see that guy as the hero. And I'm just like, no. <laughs> like, I'm no. not going to take it that far. No, I, I don't. No, I definitely wouldn't. No, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> People Kimbo. are wild. Kimbo, give us your thoughts. All right. Well, first off, I want to say shout out to Wyatt Russell because this man's doing his job right. He is. He yeah. is. He's a great yeah. actor. I liked yeah. him in Black Mirror because he was in that one episode, the uh, game test or something like that. Play test. Hmm. I think it was called. It was a great episode. No way. Oh, yeah, that was him. Same dude. Now I have to rewatch. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Mm. Yep. What but, a pickup. But, but. When I tell you I couldn't wait for him to get his ass whooped. <laughs> That's yeah. three. That's yeah. three. Oh, man. Yeah. I couldn't wait for him to get his ass whooped. What I wasn't ready for, like, I'm with Aries on this. Like, I didn't think they would go that far. I didn't yeah. think John Walker would literally try to kill Falcon. The same way he killed another dude. Like, he just went right to it again. Like, not even five minutes later. Like, bro, come on. You have a problem. Why like, wouldn't he? He got away with it once. One yep. and second, he also sat there for what I understand. He took serum, so I think that he wasn't even on like uh, that thinking straight kind of path because mm -hmm. that serum makes you a little bit, uh, you know, zero to 100 real quick. So he didn't even get to like the 50 or the 60, <laughs> he just went straight <laughs> in. There was no build up to it whatsoever. 
Pete Rizal yeah. says Lawrence isn't wrong. I can definitely see where people see him as a hero, but yeah, it's true. Like some people would agree with what he did. To me, Walker is a broken character. He mm. is on the and and he he it, it gets illustrated in this episode. We'll get more in that. But um, Law, I want yeah. you to give us your thoughts on the opening that you've been waiting for. When I've been waiting for vibes since day one. I was like, I cannot wait for them to just go. <laughs> oh, we're gonna give them the work. I was not expecting the fact that he put up such a good fight. Like I was like, oh, this is about to be a wash. And your man's was like still juiced up and roided up. And I was like, oh, if they let him just like get a win, I'm going to be so mad right now. Mm. I was going to be so, so high and so mad. Um, And then it kind of, yo, like it got dark. Cause it, like, uh, like you guys said, like I didn't expect him to like try to kill them. Like, but he's at a point now, I think, in this arc where he's like, whoever's in my way is a wall that I'm going to go through. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't care. So, like, it tracks. It makes sense. I don't support it. I don't like it. But it's setting up the character for what, what he should be. And, oh, man, it's such it's going to be so crazy. Yo, like, he, like that's the part that bugged me because I was like, yo, the first of all, Give it up for Bucky. The face that he put on, he was like, nah, we want this. Like, we want all the smoke yeah. right now. Yeah. I'm against yeah. Bucky later, but Bucky's been easily, like, slowly becoming one of my favorite characters in the MCU. Damn. But, like, he was ready, ready. Mm-hmm. Ready, ready to put in that work. And the fact that, like, Walker held his own and was just ragdolling him, I was like, oh, don't let this fight go the way I think it is. Thankfully, it didn't, but, like, Y'all had, y'all had me in the first half. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> they broke his arm. Tone, weigh in. I know you've been waiting to weigh in on this fight, too. I mean, I, I was waiting for him to catch the hands, right? Like, so, like, that's kind of what we all have been, been waiting for. But to everyone's point, I, I didn't expect it to be so fast. Um, I did like that he was running away like a little bitch. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, one of those things where after he kills he kills this guy. He isn't like standing up and saying, I'm Captain America. You know, I, he literally like just ran away. Um, and they found him, but also, you know, to, to Pete's point, yeah, they, that, that was a, it was a really close fight. And it's one of those things where you've got the super soldier serum in him. You've got adrenaline going on, trying to do what he's got to do for his friend. And you got all this fucking training that he's had. Mm-hmm. Like, as he says, when he's at the podium that they built him up, they gave him this purpose. So all of that's coming out. It's not just, you know, uh, it's not just Bucky kind of doing his winter soldier, winter soldier stuff, just kind of going based off muscle memory and Sam kind of doing his thing. Uh, John Walker has been, been training. He's been out in the, in, in the shit for a good while. So you see that in his way of fighting and just kicking their asses and holding his own. I'm glad, obviously it got to the point where they, they beat him and they, they broke his arm and, they did exactly what uh, the crew in Infinity War couldn't do by taking the shield off, and you know, so it was it, it it was well worth it. And I like what they're what they're doing with John Walker. That we know what he did was wrong, but they're also exploring his whole entire mindset. Yeah, oh, yeah. and it's, and we're seeing we're seeing both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're gonna... we're, and and I think you know it's really it's a it's a it's a good di- dichotomy for us to see it. It's not just him being crazy and him committing these crimes, and us just seeing. Like the, the just seeing our point of view, we're also seeing his point of view, which doesn't, you know, clear his slate. But I still like to like to see it, and I think they're doing a really great job with him. Yeah, 
Yeah, we're going to get more to John Walker in a second because they, and, and even Pete said it, um, Bucky almost washed Cap and Widow, but almost got his whole ass beat by Walker. I have to say it this because, again, <laughs> Walker is in a different mindset. He is just crazy. He, but Bucky almost washed him when he was like in Terminator State. Yeah, but he was in Terminator. So there, yeah. he wasn't holding back and Cap and Widow were holding back. So we'll get him more in that second because I do want to touch up more on John Walker. But we get this other scene now that I want to touch up on. Yeah. Bucky turns Zemo over to Io from Darling Knots. Um, she says that they are taking him to um the raft. And this 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 struck a chord with me because not as, as a negative chord, as a chord like, oh, 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 things are shooting right now. Do you think that Zemo going to the raft will lead to him getting a Thunderbolt spin-off? Yeah. And we will lead into Pong with this one. Pong, take it away oh, with this one. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's I, from what I understand. That's the way that the comics went. I never, I, I was never into the comics that much. My, my knowledge on the comics is about an inch deep. But uh, the, from what I understand, that is how uh, Thunderbolt Ross will likely get brought into this, and it'll be kind of interesting because he'll be the only character that made it over from the Incredible Hulk, if I remember right. Yep. Which was the very first MCU movie, and you know. With Ed Norton and all that, um, we're, we're also getting the other dude. Um, what's his name? To be the abomination, he's going to be in She-Hulk. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, cool. But it's going to be interesting because, like, you know, him going there and uh, people know just to explain um, to the viewers, the Thunderbolts was a supervillain team yep. acting as superheroes formed by Baron Zemo when the Avengers had disappeared. So that's why it's like him going to the raft. The raft is a prison, has done the boat Ross, who was a member of that. Um, Kimbo, um, what are your thoughts on that? I don't know much about it, but I do know, like, because I've I've done some, um, like, I watched a couple of YouTube videos that talk about little theories and stuff like that. And because I, I found it weird that they were sending him to the raft, not just taking him themselves, considering they know that the, he was responsible for King T'Chaka's death, essentially. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I'm more interested as to like why they decided to give him up to the raft, as opposed to like the actual potential of the spinoff. Yeah, and and so does this mean that that uh, I'm I will totally mangle the name the what is Dora Milaje? Dora Milaje. That's what I was saying. That's that's what I my microphone. It's it's all my microphone. The the Dora Milaje. I you know it almost kind of seems like they're being set up to be the people that kind of start the uh the thunderbolts taking place then right if they're bringing i think they, they're Zemo. using this as a MacGuffin in a way where okay we're just taking him to a prison the raft is a very known well-known prison in the marvel right. universe in the comics right and it would make sense that we have zemo meeting other people to form this team um do we know if I, there's I mean, anyone else on the raft currently they haven't said they haven't said uh, but i think they might be the other villains that have had in the other in the other MCU movies. But I think one thing we have to, and it, it's just, it's just a matter of circumstance because of, of Chadwick Boseman's death. We don't know uh, what's been, what the leadership situation is in Wakanda, aside from what we saw at the end of Endgame. So we don't, because we know that T'Challa wanted to bring Wakanda into the fold. And part of that would be potentially having villains or, or, or bad guys that are kind of a global threat to the to the raft and that could have been an order that either he or shuri gave that all these folks are now going there as opposed to just wakanda being um 
you know, judge, jury, executioner. But to your point, Pong, it makes I, I it's still questionable of why this is the guy who murdered their king and how they're just they're kind of just they're bringing him off. But I, I think there's going to be a lot of things that potentially what the Wakandans do that we, we just don't know probably until Black Panther 2. Yeah. And first yeah. with Pete, um, would you rather have the Thunderbolts or the Dark Avengers or do you want to see a mashup? I'd rather the Thunderbolts first and the Dark Avengers. That gets a little confusing. Ares, I want to get your thoughts on this. Again, Thunderbolts team, that Zemo form um, with them taking him to the raft. Do you think that we are going to get a spinoff of that of supervillains acting as superheroes, kind of like a Marvel Suicide Squad? Well, if um. It should be. I don't see why not. I think it'd be a good thing. I would definitely watch it. You know I would. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think so. I don't see why not. It makes sense for it, too, um, following the comic book. So, I think it it's would a game make a for me. I think it would make a great show. Law. I mean, Sam, it would. I, I, think, I think it would be a great show, and I think, like, like to uh to tone's point that if t'challa wanted to bring wakanda to like the front and center world, world stage if it were and essentially like not keep these supervillains to wakanda and be wakandan prisoners but make them a global prisoner like everyone can keep their eye on so there's no uh can I have that checks and balances and you know no one can really point a finger for the most part like you know oh he was under the wakandan watch this and third no if someone gets out it's on all of us kind of thing. Mm. So I kind of see that as the the thought process for it. But I am 100% for the Thunderbolts being a thing because they I think they announced it or they teased that it was going to happen. And I am 100% for it because from what little I know about the comics, the introduction of so many characters that um, like you can you can literally bring back the Punisher if we wanted if we really got like mm. that deep because he was one of the one of the members. So Let's, let's hope. Fingers again, crossed. Again, Thunderbolts was a nice little answer to um, the popular Suicide Squad with the fact, again, a villain team. Um, again, reformed villains, which we had Screamy Mimi, who became Songbird, who was linked to the Power Broker at one point. Um, Tony, um, do you are you ready for Thunderbolts? Do you think it's coming? I think, I mean, I think it's definitely coming. We're just bringing, bringing, bringing Zemo, like confirming that Zemo is going to the raft totally brings it up to you know kind of brings it up front and i think at this point what marvel's doing is bringing all bringing out all the big guns because we we just don't we don't know what the next 10 years are going to be we're just kind of bringing all these shows together and still dealing with the aftermath of, of thanos okay. so they can they can literally do do whatever they want uh i'm gonna say my wild theory because i know before i talked about young avengers versus ultron if he comes back young avengers and uh thunderbolts might be the thing because we are bringing all the young Avengers, we have like we're missing like two at this point. They, so they're bringing, they're bringing a lot to the fold, which um, yeah, gets I'm here for it if that's the case. Yeah. So you, go, go ahead, Paul. Oh, I was just gonna say, you, you were talking about uh, them bringing back the Punisher. Well, you know, Charlie Cox, the Daredevil, he He's just finished, back. he just finished filming uh, uh, for Spider Man 3. Yeah, so he's gonna be in it. So yeah. that means that if Charlie Cox is canon, man, oh my god, I hope they bring back Kingpin. I know and, that's not uh, what this show's about, but and uh, no, <clears throat> if, if any any Marvel, it, okay. it, always tends to, it always tends to happen. But also, too, uh, uh, the the actor who played Doc Ock also confirmed that he is yeah. in the movie too. So yeah, this yeah. new Spider Man movie, Doc Ock, yeah, like, yeah, he's really good. Doc uh, Spider Man too. Uh -huh. so yeah. good. <laughs> Before we get into all with the characters and because I know the, the Marvel's doing a lot of exciting things, and oh. there's a character, there's just two characters that we're seeing in this series that, that also has me excited. But before we get into them, let's get into the United States versus John Walker. 
um, and not the and not the and not the liquor. Um, United States versus John Walker. He is stripped of the title of Captain America, but he also meets everyone's favorite Veep. Um, and that's a little spin on that because you know she was from the show Veep, Julia Lewis Dreyfus, who was playing Valentina Allegra de Fonte, which we will get to in a second because that's a whole thing right there, which we're going to deep dive in. She's um, essentially what, Selena Meyer in the MCU. Let's we will get into this character. Um, <laughs> uh, what do you guys think of what's going through John Walker's head at this moment, especially with him blaming the government for making him the way he is and um that he is Captain America? Kimbo, I want you to lead into this one. Yeah, like that was the first thing that I was gonna say. Like the one thing that he kept repeating all the time, even during the fight, was just I am Captain America. And like I kind of understand in a sense where he's coming from because he feels like this is all he knows. This is all he's trained for his entire life. He sacrificed like all his time, put all his time into this. And he feels like they're responsible for making him this way. All he did was follow orders. Yep. They were what, um, I, I heard somebody put a quote about this, make a quote about this. And they said that John Walker was the guy that the government wanted Captain America to be originally instead of Steve Rogers, mm. you know? And I, I think like John Walker lived up to that potential and, America's kind of afraid of what they've created, in a sense. And I want to take this from everyone's favorite Atlas. Um, do you think Riri Williams will be something with the Young Avengers? Yeah, most definitely. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. I mean, we have America Chavez announced. We have Miss Marvel coming out. Um, I believe they're announced for Riri Williams. So there are a lot more characters we're going to see. And also, too, he had a big thing involved with the Young Avengers, which is Kane the Conqueror, who we know has been casted. And he's mm -hmm. going to make an appearance in the Ant-Man movie. So they're laying out the breadcrumbs, which in this series, too, they laid out the breadcrumbs for some characters, just like they did with WandaVision, which, again, we're getting a second. And then Pete goes, okay, and Electro, oh, Ock and Electro confirm rumors still about the foe. I would not be surprised if the foe mm. is confirmed. Um, but Aries, next up, I'll, we'll go with you. What do you think is going through John Walker's head in this fun court scene? He's in denial. <laughs> I'm being so serious. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's kind of like, like you said earlier, like he's going to get whoever's in his way, he's going to blow through them. If he was just as Captain America as he says he was, then he would have sat there and went after the girl and not the guy who was just hanging out in the corner who happened to be on her team. That's not the one who sat there and killed the dude. But own up to what you sat there and did and admit that you was wrong. Granted, you could have said no. You didn't have to come Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> and now like, you're getting upset. You, you knew what you signed up for. You knew that there was going to be consequences. You know that there's going to be deaths. Not Nobody's, well, probably now, but nobody's not immortal. So it is what it is. Man. And I think he's in denial, and now he's mad because what he thought was right, they're not on his side with it, and they're kicking him to the curb. Mm -hmm. And he need to be happy about the deal that he got. It could have been a lot worse. And he got that shield taken away like he was a little bit. He didn't deserve that, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. No, not at all. No, you did it. Um, <laughs> what are your thoughts on this character? Well, so the thing the thing that's interesting is that, that you have to wonder, I mean, especially if we're considering this to be an analog, you know, a, a parallel to our own you know, if the, if this United States is basically our United States plus the blip, right? If you look at it like that, his real crime was getting caught. Because if they wanted him to be that, if that's what they originally wanted him to be, then if he wouldn't have gotten caught, if he wouldn't have done that in public, if he would have done that privately out of the range of all the cameras, would they have complained? I like that you brought that up because that's again a social. Absolutely, fuck not. Nope. Yeah. nope. 
they would have gave him another medal and fucking smacked him on the ass. It's like, hey, keep going. Because they got a video of a of an American killing someone on foreign ground. Like that was the problem. That's the problem. It's just the optics. Yep. That was. If that was Steve Rogers, he would have never done that. Nope. Absolutely Steve, not. Steve no. was all American. Steve was the guy. <laughs> well, Steve was, also, Steve, Steve Rogers. Guy. Steve Rogers also just would not show up. Like you, like. <laughs> but actually, <laughs> he, he might have gave him a really good beating and slammed him up a little bit. But he surely mm-hmm. wouldn't have chopped his head off with it. Uh, Hell no. Yeah. No, but if you think about it, like um, John Walker doing that is actually kind of a callback to Captain America about to, like you know, hit uh, Iron Man in yeah. the chest with the shield. It's a callback to the same shot and everything. Right. Except yeah. he didn't. Actually, right. oh, yeah. and, and the fight. it was it was it was like yeah it was non-lethal yeah. and, and, uh, and the fight between between them in the beginning of it was also definitely a callback at the end of civil war when you've got bucky and cap versus uh iron man yep. like oh, there yeah. was just lots of lots of really good callbacks and imagery that just mm-hmm. reminds us of of the past tony i want to get your thoughts of what's going through walker's head i mean i gotta say this scene was fucking fantastic just just Riot Wessel's acting in this scene. You see the emotion that he is going through. Like he truly believes he was in the right. There is like, like no question. And he's and what he's saying to this this this, this council of people, like the senator, and it, it really rings uh, rings a chord because at at some point, at some level, he is right. They they built him up to mm-hmm. be this person. He was he, he he got three medals of honor. He did things that we don't know about in in in, in the war. So to just throw him away, which is right, they had to, as we said, the optics. Yep. And I and I also like how they treated the scene. I know some of us last week we were talking about the fact that he was gonna get away scot free, kind of like to 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 double down on some of the stuff we've been seeing in our own you know, in our yeah. own home. Right. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't, they owned, they owned up and they have to get rid of them. And, and they cut, they, 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 uh, they, they discharged him. He's getting no benefits. He's got, he's got nothing. His entire career now is just a wash. So I, you know, we're going to see him kind of go off the edge, but I, I love this scene. I thought it was the best scene we saw for, for Wyatt Russell. Like, Mm-hmm. Like, I know we didn't like him as, mm-hmm. as Cap, but it re- he he sold he sold it. I was I was I was here for it. It, it was it was really like shit, man. But also yeah. shouldn't have killed the guy. But shit, exactly. man. I, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. Like I'm I'm totally with you with uh, with that tone. I think that was like the their version of like give him all of the stuff that makes it feel right. But everyone sat in the back of their head going. You killed the guy on national TV, and you got a slap on the wrist. Because even uh, mm-hmm. even um, uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus said they don't care about that stuff. It's all for like show and politics. No, that's not third. Like you, if I think she even referenced like if you you know a different light, that that's not third. It happens. It would have been no big deal. Yeah, like she kind of like made reference to that, and you know to that to that point, it was like damn, like they would they would just as easy give him a slap on the wrist. Put him in like some deep freeze, whatever the case is, or just get rid of him. Or somebody like like her will come along and be like, "Hey, I got you a better job. I got you a better offer." And then the government still goes, "Oh yeah, we still need a Captain America. Let's mm-hmm. go. Let's go pump another super soldier out mm-hmm. without hesitation." And I was just like, "Oh, okay. Like mm-hmm. that's fucked up." Because again, on a global scale, everyone's like, "Does does the does the punishment fit the crime?" 
you know no. and it does to it like very yeah. small degree it is like yeah. it is the equivalent of like here's a lollipop you 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 like shattered your leg like you know what i mean like <laughs> so it, but beautiful scene beautiful scene like definitely speaks volumes to you know a lot of stuff we've seen lately and oh man like again wyatt russell love the actor hate the character so much like mm -hmm. he did a but, great job he made you hate the character uh, exactly. he, he's he's he is literally the ramsey bolton like joffrey you know character like right now like everyone everyone loves to hate him and he's doing a great job at selling it you know we just want to say what's up he what's up? so Here. the next character we want to get into because again louis um dreyfus is playing this character and for those i'm just going to send the link so you guys could actually check her out later after the show but just to give you a brief history so valentina allegra de fonte brief history lesson um yeah. again from the marvel prime universe her character is a former member of the organization known as leviathan is known to have a relationship with nick fury um, was a member of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a good chunk of their comic appearances, and mm. she even led a group known as the Femme Force within S.H.I.E.L.D., worked with heroes such as Union Jack, joined Hydra, became Madame Hydra, and manipulated the organization for Leviathan. Now, with the introduction of her character, do you guys think that this is going to help set up other MCU characters that she has been involved with? other organizations within the MCU that are rich with Marvel history and help set up a richer history for the MCU that predates Iron Man and even Captain Marvel. Mm. I want to lean into Aries with this one. Yeah. It does. It sets it up both of it, actually. What does it say? No, uh, Pete up. says oh. S.H.I.E.L.D., Madam Hydra, <laughs> European S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Yep. Ex all of mm -hmm. that. Yes, it is. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. I'm the same <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think um, it's a good uh, turn for it. Well, she likes to be called Val. That long name was a little bit too extra for me also. Um, but like I said, it's a setup for a good part. I just don't know about Walker. He should not have taken that serum, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> because he, at this point, he's a hot head like he really is he's aware of what's going yeah. on but he still is a hothead and i don't think that that will be quote unquote like shield ready in that particular case yeah. so they're gonna have to do a lot of work when it comes to him but it is definitely a good spinoff um to introduce the other um the other characters absolutely and Pete says too, as in she was supposed to premiere first in Black Widow, and we can't say yeah. We we talked Thunderbolts. We the Raph mentioned, but yeah. um yeah, she was supposed to. And oh, again, and Lisa really played her <laughs> in the back in the bad Nick Fury film. Oh, don't don't bring that up. That we don't bring up David Hassel's office Nick Fury. That's <laughs> bad. But um, Pond, we're gonna have you go next with this one. Do you think that's just gonna set up a rich history for the characters now getting that tidbit information that she's supposed to be in the Black oh. Widow movie? Please yeah. give us your thoughts on this character so, if we're gonna see more. I would say absolutely, number one. And number two, going back to something uh, I can't remember. Is it Tony or Tone? Uh Tone. Tone or it Tony. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, cool. Go, going back to something Tone said earlier. Uh, about uh, the the whole court scene. If you look at it in that perspective, in the perspective of of her, you know, used to work with with Nick Fury, or now she's might be with Hydra, blah blah blah. Now at this point, since they have stripped him of his Captain America ness, he's vulnerable because he doesn't have a pension, he doesn't have you know any money, he doesn't have anything. Right, all he has is a drive to be this thing. Right, and so 
here she comes to offer him that on a platter, right? So now he'll do whatever he whatever she tells him to. She can snap and he'll 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 do the things, you know. So I definitely think that that that's going to introduce that. Like I mean, yeah, I mean he's clearly going to become U.S. agent. I w- I would imagine, you know. And so, yeah, no, absolutely. Kimbo, well, before we do that, Dave, yes, yes, my hair has had a unfortunate. <laughs> It, it met with the Clippers, bro. It <laughs> met with the Clippers. Wow. Go to bed, Dave. <laughs> but um, Kimbo, yes. Do you think that um, with the introduction of the character, we're gonna get more rich Marvel history, more um backdrop before Captain Marvel, more characters that she have may have been involved with? Um, uh, take it away with this character, Kimbo. Yeah, most definitely. Like, I'm I'm excited to see like a whole bunch of different like organizations, like just things we didn't know that were happening. Just because I start coming to the forefront and everything like that, you know, like with Sword that already happened in WandaVision and everything like that. So to see more things popping up is pretty cool. Also, I like, first off, when I looked up this character and I found out that she had a relationship with Nick Fury, immediately I'm like, oh, and her in the scene with Samuel L. Jackson, I can't wait for this. This, this, this is going to be hilarious. <laughs> but also, like, to her character, like, I think John Walker, honestly, is, like, just super confused because, like Aries said earlier, like, he really shouldn't have taken the serum because Lamar told him, Lamar told him, like, the serum is just supposed to make you more of yourself. So Lamar was like, yeah, no, I would take the serum. It should just make you more yourself. And I guess John Walker assumed more of himself would be a good thing because I think he was just trying to do the good thing and he got kind of confused. And like like you said earlier, like, you know, he's trying to be this thing. You know, he's trying to be this symbol, essentially. And he he's trying to be it by any means necessary at this point. So yep. Val coming through, offering it to him, like you said, on a silver platter, mm-hmm. it's going to be perfect. She's going to be a female Nick Fury, and I'm, I'm here for it. She already got the it. boots and the jacket. Right? <laughs> fair. I mean, yeah, yeah. So do you think she's going to be a Nick Fury or do you think she's going to be like an Oh, sorry. Or do you think she's going to be like an evil Nick Fury? I, I, I'm thinking evil Nick Fury. I'm, I'm thinking evil absolutely. Nick Fury, too. Yep. I mean, she gave him a blink. Same coin, opposite side. Yeah. Same coin, opposite side. We're still with the whole thing that we're trying to fill the void of after S.H.I.E.L.D. and the MCU since S.H.I.E.L.D. has been disbanded. So we have organizations that popped up that we saw right. sword in um WandaVision. Yep. So it's like what organization is she going to be, you know, most likely is it Leviathan? Is it an offshoot of Hydra? Um and Pico's part of me thinks that if Bucky and Sam had given Walker a chance, he might have been okay, probably not, but it's an interesting thing about. I mean, again, mm-hmm. with Walker, he mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting how I they think take early on they wanted to give him on, a chance. Yeah, but I think early on they wanted to give him a chance, but he said Stay, he was the one who initiated. Stay the hell out of my way if you're not going to be with me. Yeah. They like, also they oh, also asked him for the shield. Like they tried right. to be, they tried to not throw hands, and then it just got. <laughs> Bucky, yeah. let's be fair. Bucky his, wanted all the smoke. They tried. All the smoke. They tried. Just to check the box to say that they tried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, but Bucky looked at him and he said, "Hey, yo, my guy, I'm gonna need you to run that shield real quick." Like, <laughs> yo. <laughs> But um, Laura, I was just hoping his arm didn't fall off. He was in the midst of fighting because that would have been a whole other situation. No, no, no. That's if he was fighting Io. We established anybody that. But he's you also got to keep Wakanda. in mind that Captain. Well, 
the new Captain America was in the room when it happened. So he might have saw the little hand movement they did, and he could have easily just dismantled it. Oh, please. That <laughs> man didn't see that. He didn't pay attention. That man doesn't know how to shut off chakras. Let's be real. So, how do you feel about Julianne Dreyfus' character coming in? Um, the, are you excited to see what her character is bringing into the MCU and everything? And for sure, I like I'm here for whatever that means with her and like Kimbo said, with her and Nick, uh, with Samuel Jackson like on screen at the same time. I'm here for it. Uh, like the little back and forth lover quarrels, but then also like you know, there's that tension of like you're oh, I'm doing what I think is right, I'm doing what I know is right, and they're like that moral weird gray that they're both gonna have. That you know, you're probably you're probably gonna see her do stuff that you're just gonna be like. That's not okay. But then you you'll get hit with because Marvel does this very well with a lot of her actions being somewhat justified or reasonable. Like they start in in a place that we can relate to, and I I'm thinking that's the way they're gonna go with this. I'm excited to see it. Um, like Pong said, took him out of such a vulnerable spot and played like completely ignored his wife. Like here mm-hmm. here's a card doesn't say shit on it. You're yeah. not important. Mm-hmm. Oh look, you're like oh she's so pretty. You're just completely disregarded the wife. I was like oh, mm-hmm. bitch. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like I, I'm I'm in here for it. I I think the energy she brought in that one scene of her just like yeah, I'm I'm that guy was the same thing that like Nick Fury did when like you saw in mm-hmm. the, the early MCU where Nick would just be in a room and people were like yeah. what the fuck are you what are you doing here that was third and he'd be like. I'm supposed to be here. He'll be very just like, what do you mean? Like I'm Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be that same vibe and that same energy, but we're gonna see that like opposite, uh, you know, side of the coin, like Tone said, where like a lot of things get real murky gray with her, and we're gonna be like, oh no, I, I don't know if it's gonna be like Thunderbolts esque. I think it's like straight up like, what if Hydra? I don't know try to be the good guys but didn't i don't know i don't know how that's gonna work out but i'm I'm here for it do you think that they're going to use this to kind of like move the overton window to like you know say okay well these things aren't okay you know these things that we regard as not okay well some of them may be a little okay well you know maybe maybe a little more is okay you know what i mean like do you do you feel like they're gonna play with that we're gonna get those black Maybe? black ops characters because Marvel also has a rich history with black ops characters, right? And yeah. like, like again with the Thunderbolts, um, Nick Fury. Um, there are a lot of characters like that in the Marvel Silver Sable. There's yeah. a lot of them that they could play with, which we could see in the spy world and spy thrillers. And no, um, Pete, I don't think they gave him a bacon, egg, and cheese with that back <laughs> with the shield. So, how do you feel about Louis Dreyfus being a fan of Veep and everything? How do you feel about her portraying this character? Are you excited what her character is going to bring to the MCU? Bro, I'm super hyped. <laughs> I'm super. If you have not watched Veep, watch it. Like, exactly how Selena Myers and how she does not give a shit about anybody around her. She's going to bring that energy and more into this role. Uh, I, you know, we, I didn't expect her. I know there were rumors coming out that we were getting a, an established new Marvel character with a famous act, uh, actor or actress. Um, did not expect it to be her, but the minute you see her walk in, she's in, in the Congress. I'm like, Oh shit. It's Selena Meyer. What's she doing in the MCU? Uh, exactly. Veep is dope. Um, 
I, I she's she's meant for this role. Just but based yeah. off what we've read up about the character, what I've learned about the character over these last like this week, I'm here for it. I think um, we're gonna get we may get a little bit of her, Mar- her her Marvel backstory, but I think Marvel likes to do this thing where they like, take like a bunch of characters sometimes and bring them together to make them into one character. Since this is a cinematic universe, mm-hmm. I think she's the power broker. That's what I think. I don't think we're. I don't know if we're gonna get another big casting for for Power Broker. Uh, if we do, cool. And I'm wrong. Whatever. Uh, Are you giving bit. up on the fact that uh, this girl might be the uh, Shadow? Oh, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I think she's. There's some. She's doing some some froggy shit. She's doing some spooky some spooky shit though. She's. And, um, uh, but I I think but I think she might be she might be Power Broker. Uh, that's why she's bringing in John Walker. Obviously, John Walker didn't get the pa- serum from the Power Broker as he does in the comics, but. Uh, she may use him to go after the flag smashers since they sh- that person has been texting them like nonstop. You got to mm-hmm. bring me my shit or I'm going to run your shit. Like that's literally what's been happening. Uh, two, if we were supposed to get her in uh, Black Widow, we don't know if Red Guardian has the super soldier serum. And if he does, where did he get it from? And would it have been from her? Mm. The Black Widow's coming out this summer. We're gonna fight. So uh, I'm I'm definitely here for it. And you know, to everyone's point, seeing uh seeing the seeing her and Sam Jackson interact, I think would be really cool. Whether they have like an actual like relationship relationship or just like they've known each other in the field because they've been doing this for a long time, I think will be really just great for everyone involved to watch. So I'm here for it. See now I gotta go watch Veep because as soon as I saw her walk on the screen, I heard boom doom doop doom doom. Oh hey, Disney. it's the girl from Seinfeld. Oh it's a lane. It's a lane, yeah. But Pete says uh, Sharon Carter is in the work is is or works for the power broker in the lease. But yeah, it's gonna be Julia Lewis Dreyfus. I again I, that's a good point that you made to him, Pete. And then Dave goes, Dag Joe activations. Bucky and Thor should have a spinoff. Call it Arm and Hammer. Um, again, Go to bed. We are going to have we're going to have a Dave joke hour one day where it's just we're just going to give it to Dave and it's just going to be the show of Dave. Just because if you have not seen Dave and his dad jokes, with Dave, so with that light note, because I want to go over this next question. I'll save it for after this one. Um, and yeah, no, we know Nick Fury did. <laughs> but I want to do this because like, lighthearted note before we get into this next question. Is Bucky going to be Sam's new brother-in-law? Kimbo, please lead with this one. Yo, <laughs> my man is trying to clap cheeks, bro. First off, I'm can we can we certain. can we establish that he's got a permanent invite to the cookout? Like <laughs> Bucky, Bucky permanent. I'm almost certain. I'm almost certain him and Io had something back in Wakanda. I'm almost certain something happened. Ah. there's something there. There's there's something there, there's something there, and the, clearly Bucky got a thing for the sisters. So hey, more power to him. No, I'm not saying Bucky got a type, but Bucky got a type. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't mad at him. I ain't uh, mad at him either. Paul, what do you think? <laughs> uh, will 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 they end up? Uh, uh, will will he end up? Uh, what you said, a brother-in-law? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sam gonna have a new uh, brother-in-law. I, I don't. Oh. But man, they sure did tease it. And if they're going to tease it, you know, it's the whole Chekhov's gun thing. You know, if they show it in the first act, you got to use it by the third act. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to have to say, based on that, they don't show it unless it's going to come back later. So, yes. And by observation from Peach, yeah, yeah, she did because the way she was back at Bucky, like he was a snack. Aries, please yeah. give us. Tell us <laughs> like he was a snack. 
Did you think do you think that Sam is about to have a new brother-in-law? Absolutely. Absolutely. Either that or the fish are gonna be fed, one of the two. <laughs> See, this is why I love it. We got live. <laughs> Sam's baby, like, Bucky, come on, we're gonna need to go on a fishing trip real yep. quick. Mm-hmm. Real quick. Hey, hey, look over the edge of the boat. I think there's something on the bottom of the uh of the of the of the lake there. Yep, that it's metal you. arm. That metal arm is gonna make them sink, oh, <laughs> just like me. Oh God, Law, you're 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 gonna hate me for this, Law, because you're up next. Um, do you have any recommendations for Bucky Law to help him get in there? <laughs> wow, what is this? What, what is going on? No, but, what but, are we doing? <laughs> wow, you got the light. You set the mood. I don't know, man. It's love. <laughs> wow, wow. See, boss. You're on timeout. Anyways, yes. Um, first of all, I just I just want to jump a little bit to where Bucky was like on the couch sleeping and like he didn't have a nightmare. He he didn't have a nightmare. He was genuinely happy oh. and just like you saw him smile, smile. Yeah. For like the first time throughout like this whole series. You know what I mean? Like he smiled, yeah. but like it was like he felt like a like he was safe enough and comfortable enough to like have that. And I think that's like if they're trying to set up like him with Sam's sister with Sam's sister, then I'm here for it. Like I, I think not only does she need love, but like Buck needs like just a happy place. Like this boy has been he through does. so much. I'm just like, somebody give this boy a hug and some love, please. Cause mm-hmm. my poor baby boy. This is for you, love from Atlas. I imagine Yang has some <laughs> if you guys watch Ruby, if you know, you know. That's he that's valid. Me. But um Tone. Yeah, so Tone, you're next. I mean, we saw Bucky, like how Law just pointed out, he was there, didn't have nightmares. He was smiling at these kids, like, yeah, I'm gonna be your future daddy. Do you think that Sam is going to have a brother? Why do you even say all that? Why do you even say all that? I I don't know. I don't know. I think I think uh, I I don't know whose man's is this. I don't know. You lose the facial (laughs) hair and this wildness comes out of him, I guess. That extra now. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I think I think it's cool. I think him him flirting with Sam's sister is kind of bringing Bucky back that we saw in Cap One because he just wasn't that person anymore. He's just he's been a he's been a broken person like from the beginning from these this five episode arc Bucky has been broken finding looking for purpose and putting that purpose in cap putting that purpose in Sam putting that purpose in the shield and like they have that talk to talk and I think that happens after after this whole scene but he's he's just been looking for for purpose in other things aside from himself so i think us getting that lighthearted moment of him smiling getting up and him telling the kids like oh what are you doing he's smiling just thinking about it him flirting with sam's sister he's just kind of he's he's getting moments back to himself that he probably hasn't had for for uh, years since before the war yeah um so i think that's kind of what what they're what they're doing with, with 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 the character, and I think the whole thing of being Sam's sister and how it's like a buddy cop sort of situation, and they're jabbing at each other, just kind of adding to the humor of the whole thing. And it's I like think bad it, boys too, all over again. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think it it works because like what's he what's he like? Why would his sister be interested in him? Let's see, he's an attractive dude for all intents and purposes, but he's helping the boat. 
Like he's helping her do her thing. He's probably pretty chill with the kids. He's just an overall good dude. So like, it makes sense where like, he's kind of, you know, flirting with her and she's flirting back. Cause there's a mutual, there's a mutual attraction there, but I don't know if we're going to get uh, like a permanent thing. I think it's more of a uh, getting, getting his humanity back. Cause that's the one thing he's been trying to find. Mm-hmm. That's why he's been doing this whole thing in the notebooks. And we, and we know from what Sam tells him, yo bro, you gotta, you gotta do more than what you're doing. Like he's got to go talk to his, the, the his friend i think in new york that letting him know what happened to his son like he has to do that and that's going to be really like heart-wrenching that he has to do that but he has to do that to get that piece of humanity that he's been just looking for and i think we got a little bit of that in in the in the boat montage sort of thing yeah. no and those and it was a beautiful montage i'm glad they did that we got the training montage for everything we saw the build of their relationship and everything and again pete asked this and maybe puerto rican so i don't know that bucky better get used to properly seasoned food he's moving on from the ramen spot to comfort food yes he is but mentioning puerto rican mentioning spanish um i just want to share this with you guys who get really excited for this um here we oh. go oh no what's he doing Everybody got that. Okay. Right. Uh, okay, I get it. I get you it. Want, right. I get you. Oh, I got yeah. you. I got you. All right. I see what you did there. Good job. Look at you. We're so proud of you. I thought you were gonna put out a plate okay. of food. I'll be honest. Or like a <laughs> or, or, or like a or like a, or like a thing of old bay or fucking adobo or something. It's not too late to do that, but this does segue very nicely because Torres, if you guys don't know in the comics, like like I think Super is gonna lead to becomes the Falcon. And I think him, oh, I think Sam telling him to keep the the wings is le- leading up to this. Yeah, it's leading uh, up to the fact, which again gets me excited because again, um, um, just to give it a whole backstory, I remember going before I started doing cons and everything. Um, I went to a Marvel panel. One of the questions was asked was about diversity in characters. Mm-hmm. And Marvel was like, you know, we're working on that right now. And this was like many, many moons ago. Um, when the first Iron Man movie came out. Yeah. And so what happened was this, is that what we're getting now in the MCU, we're seeing more diversity. And Torres is the next character in the comics that takes over the mantle of the Falcon. Me, I've always been a firm believer that Sam Wilson is always going to be Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson, you can't you know replace him, but he can have a talent. The fact of him becoming Captain America, which we're going to get in the next episode, was his graduation to from sidekick to hero but now we're getting torres who is um again hispanic we're getting him filling that role of falcon um how do you guys feel about this origin story which again similar to wandavision how we saw them um utilize the show to help portray the um the origin story of photon how do you guys feel that we're seeing these origin stories play out for not just U.S. agent, but now for the new Falcon as well. Um, Kimbo, we'll leave with you with this. Uh, I thought it was uh, really cool because, like, when he came up in the first episode and, you know, um, Sam was trying to fix Red Wing and everything, and then he was trying to step in, try to help him out and everything. He's like, oh, yo, no, I got this. But it showed that he actually knew what he was doing with that sort of technology and everything like that. So when Sam tells him to keep the wings, it totally makes sense that he would become the Falcon. I didn't even know that until I looked it up after the after the episode. I was like, "Oh, he becomes the Falcon." I'm like, "That makes total sense. I'm I'm totally okay with this." Yeah, Aries. I would like, I agree with him. Like I said, you got to at some point you got to pass the torch. I mean, no offense. <laughs> <laughs> 
And Sam, he's really throwing that shield around. I don't know. I, I didn't look into anything extra past. I'd like to be surprised. So I don't really read up into anything after the episode. Um, but it's good to know that the guy now was actually going to turn into the Falcon. So that, I love it. Yeah. Got to have our black and our brown hanging out together, right? <laughs> Pete says El Falcon. Yes. Um, <laughs> Dave goes, why are Puerto Rican going to have chicken wings? He needs to that pork shoulder. Dave, go to bed. He's going to have to do some fight training, um, though, because he got dealt with um, on that one episode. And yeah, he's going yeah, he, to do that a lot of training. training. Pong, how do you feel about these origin stories playing out now that we know that we are yeah. getting the second Falcon? We're seeing the U.S. agent play out. We saw Fulton. How do you feel about these origin stories playing out right now? Yeah, so I, I actually used to uh, used to work for, for Disney for about five years, and their pipeline is ridiculously long. And so it doesn't surprise me at all that they were planning to have exactly this, you know, what, uh, 10, 12, uh, 12 years ago something like that mm -hmm. yeah more than that 14 years ago so not surprised at all that it that it took a while to get here and I'm, I'm i'm glad that we're finally getting here you know what i mean like i'm glad that we're finally about to get miss marvel I, w I wish the past year hadn't held everything back because i should have already seen i should be watching dr strange by now if i remember right but you know so mm -hmm. like but you know but yeah, so I guess to answer your question directly, yeah, no, I'm I'm super into it. Like I'm I'm glad to see all these new uh, different arcs coming up, and and superheroes in ways that you don't expect to see. Like you know how uh, the the I cannot remember the man's name, but the older guy that was uh, that was experimented on. I don't know if you want to wait for that, but Elijah, yeah, Elijah, oh. Elijah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know him saying, you know, there will never be a black Captain America. I was like, oh well, he's definitely going to be Captain America if he says that, <laughs> like, which is great, you know. <laughs> So, so it's awesome. No, I'm I'm definitely into it for sure. I'm loving again, um, because again, DC Marvel. Um, I was a big fan of DC as a kid. I mean, of Marvel as a kid. DC, I got more into with the shows and all that because you know, thank you, Batman, Bruce Tim, you did it, and then guys, comics. But I love that they are bringing these origin stories there, and they're actually yeah. pulling a lot from the comics, especially when it comes to John Walker. Because a lot of that stuff they're pulling from the 80s and mixed with some of the stuff now. Um, the fact that we are now getting the diversified heroes, we're getting these origin stories and they're using this. And Kevin Feige is using the TV shows. Um, and Pete, yes, th thank you for coming through, Pete. Have a wonderful night, brother. Peace, love, and Let love to you and your family, brother. Um, but Law, how do you feel about this origin story? of the next Falcon playing I'm out. so here for it. And we've been saying it for a while that like a lot of these like superhero, uh, like superhero characters, their superhero persona is a title that can be given like to someone else. It doesn't have to always be them. So the fact that he can just be like, nah, you keep those wings and allude to the fact that, hey, I'm going to step into Captain America. Maybe I'll have wings, you know, because in the comics he does he does keep the wings yeah. and you know do the thing, but if he has the wings or not, he's moving into Captain America, which means now someone needs to take up that role of being Falcon. And why not? Like Torres is definitely throughout the show proving himself time and time again to have a lot of the qualities that Steve looked at Sam for and, and whatnot. You know what I mean? So like I think just you know having that you know that eye to be like he's the right guy, he's a good fit. You know. I'm here for all that. And Tony, take us away with this one. 
I'm, I mean, like everyone says, I'm here for it, right? I, what I've got is what I, what I love that the shows are doing is that they are doing the groundwork to establish these newer heroes so that when they get into the movie, we don't got to worry about nothing. Like the movie can have a main point and like a, just a, 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 like two and a half hours of just whatever this event is. And we're bringing in whoever we need to bring in and sure, like little bits and pieces may be brought up in conversation, but you don't have to waste time in establishing people. Obviously, some of the Marvel movies have done perfect. I think Civil War established T'Challa and Spider-Man in one movie and they, they did the damn thing. But the fact that we're using these TV shows to bring in these characters to then use them in the movies. So like with um, with Photon in, Doctor Sh- in, in Captain Marvel 2 and with we'll see with, with Torres and see where he goes. Um, we don't we don't have to worry about that stuff. We can just use these shows, these six to eight episode shows to establish these characters bring them into these like giant events. Cause I think that's kind of what these movies are going to be now, just kind of the climactic comic book events. And then we've got the shows acting as like the auxiliary issues that we, that we would read to then get more about the, the large events. And I think we're probably going to see that a little bit more. And and then also it allows Marvel to explore different characters because what they're going to do with, with Loki and the, and I don't, I don't know the exact, the exact name of the time police, but, that makes sense to do that in a show and you get more out of those characters and how they play a role into the MCU. And then if they show up in a movie, we already know what they're all about. Cause then you don't have to worry about doing like a whole backtracking of who's who. So yeah, um, as long as we bring, bring in more characters, bring in more diversity, let's, uh, and, and not just force diversity. These characters are who they are in the comics. And now mm. instead of, we're just, we're just bringing them up. We're seeing them on the screens and actors are playing them and everyone's kind of, we're seeing representation. We're seeing ourselves in these in these heroes, and not just as regular, not just as like some hero we'd never heard of, or some or some random name, which is fine too. Everyone needs like an original hero, but just heroes as as people as names that we recognize that have been around that that hold weight. And I think they're they're doing a fantastic job with this. So I'm I'm here for any and all the the new heroes they bring up through these TV shows. And to quote Stan Lee, anyone can wear the mask. So last question for you guys, but um, but also too, I want to point out if you guys have not seen the trailer for Loki, pay attention to the fact that Loki is wearing a prison jumpsuit that says variant. That's probably going to play out a big part too in the MCU in terms of that, because again, again, specific details. But um I can't wait. This is gonna be so fun. It's it's gonna be such a beautiful show. Yeah, yeah. Tom Hiddleston. Um Mm. Owen Wilson. That's Owen Wilson. <laughs> like he's so perfect for that point, yeah. for that part. We're we're gonna and we want everybody to come back. We're gonna be talking about Loki when it comes out. It is oh, coming. Yeah. But um Kaylee has a plan and she's at it again. And this time she's a little bit more, I feel, radicalized at this point. Um she's plotted her attack against the GRC and is looking to um attack the GRC summit. Um, but we also get the returning of George Batarak, a Batrock, aka Batrock the Leaper. How excited are you guys to see this villain team up? We're technically getting our first Marvel villain team up. How excited are you guys to see this villain team up? Um, Pong, take it away with this one. So as far as the as far as the villain team up part goes, I didn't know that guy's backstory. But one thing about that about the character in the first place is is the there is one thing that bothers me about it, and that's that the person who is against uh you know against the government is being portrayed as something that is blanketly 
bad. And and a lot of the things, a lot of the words that she say kind of ring uh, with this, the, like like a bell of Antifa, sort of. You see, have you seen, have you caught that a little bit? Like, it's like, oh, this person is, is wants to change the world or, or whatever, wants freedom for everybody and a world without borders and all that. And that's bad is what the, is what the subtext appears to be. And I hope that like, you know, I hope that they, they take a turn with her, you know, especially if, if us agent gets out of the way or the Falcon and the warrior soldier make contact with her and say, you know, Hey, listen, let's work. Let's do this a different way or something like that. I hope they dissolve it. Uh, but if they end up going head to head, I, you know, I don't know where that goes next, but yeah, no, I wasn't familiar with that, uh, with that particular villain, but, but that was one thing about that character that, that always stuck with me every time I see her. It's just like, you have to represent people that are trying to change things in a bad light. I mean, it's, it's like, again, she, she, I like how Sam's interaction again, and how Zemo pointed out the fact is this is that she has the super soldier serum in her. Right. And because her world keeps getting attacked and Sam sympathizes with her, yeah. But it's like you're telling her that it's a better way, but obviously she hasn't had that out because it's like the world keeps coming at her, keeps coming at her, keeps coming at her. It's mm-hmm. like um, you know, oh, I keep trying to get out, but it keeps pulling me back in, keeps sure. pulling me back in. So it's like she's kind of stuck like that. Right. Um, which is going to be interesting. It's like again, she's been pushed to this point of radicalization, which right. we know can happen to anybody. Mm. And it's like, you know, she doesn't any any in like to your question, like, you know when she killed those people in the um the bombing yeah. she's like oh this is the only thing that they you know respond to again her actions too as a freedom fighter is making her seem like a terrorist to others which sucks it sucks for Kai. she's a she's a character that's just in this gray middle and says i gotta re-radicalize and i love the fact that we're getting george batarock because He's not that much of a big character, but he's been a Captain America villain mainstay. Mm. And the fact that we got George St. Pierre playing this guy um, and came back from Silver, they had him in, I think it was Captain America with, uh, just, with oh, a soldier. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So that's the last time we saw that character in the first episode of um, this series. Saw him now, and now we're going to get more of him. And I think that that's going to play out. They're going to, you know, keep casting him more. But, Aries, how do you feel about this supervillain team up? Um, kind of the same, uh, but a combination of both you guys are Pong and you when it comes down to it. Um, I really hope that she can find the way that she wants her voice to be heard, but not inside of such a negative, impactful way. So I doubt it's going to happen, though. Yeah. <laughs> Being honest with you, I highly yeah. doubt it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but it's it's going to be, she kind of does look like a terrorist. It is what it is. Um, when she sat there and blew the without the building mm-hmm. if she didn't do that then it would have been like another you know another way to sit and go around it but she didn't choose that option much like happened in America, he had a choice too you know these are the choices that they're that they're choosing so they can't be upset about the outcomes that they're going to get from it whatsoever um i'm for it because i'm always for some excitement whether it's good or bad so i'm, I'm for them uh coming together okay dave has a question 
Um, random question if you want to answer. Being that the pandemic might be coming to an end soon, are you guys psyched or comfortable coming back to movie theaters or is it watching from the home still prefer? I watch, I'd rather watch from home. Come on. Watch from popcorn. Home. I watch from home pre-pandemic. Listen, listen, I, don't have to worry, <laughs> I don't have to worry about using the bathroom. Got to dust the seat with everything. Yeah, like, I will pay. I will gladly pay $30 to Disney Plus early access to watch all of these movies because if I go to see them, I'm paying more than $30 anyway. That's but I true. hope it comes out soon. Yeah, my Verizon plan. I'm I get Disney Plus for free now. So, so that's, Kimbo, how, that's do you, me. how do you feel about the supervillain team up that we're getting? Ah, uh, but my thing is like I don't even like thinking of her as a villain because like I get where she's coming from. <laughs> and, like, so it, it just it like it, it just sucks that they're portraying her this way, but it's like she made that choice yeah. to do that. But yeah. at the same time, it kind of goes back to the whole like she also has a super serum in her because I kind of forgot about that. Like it, it's like Lamar said, it just makes you more of who you are. Right. So again, mm -hmm. like she believes she's doing the right thing, but like she's doing it by any means necessary. And like I'm not okay with that. And like Carly, I like you, I want to like you, but like chill out. You shouldn't have <laughs> killed people. Like why, why are we doing that? But. Uh, you know, like Aria said, hey, I'm down for any kind of excitement, you know, good or bad. So, like, I'm down to see some this. Can we do but, it by most means necessary? Any. <laughs> any? Any. Unless I have a smaller list of things necessary. Can we do any. that? She's straight MLK in it out here yeah. and, uh, and Malcolm X in it. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> She's doing her thing. I mean, she she got a lot. I mean, again, I love the actress. She played Emphasis Ness in Han Solo, which, again, she killed it in that role. She's killing it in this mm -hmm. role. And I uh, I hope to see more of her character and her portraying the character in the future where they go with the character. Yeah. Um, who knows where she goes? I mean, she's a super soldier right now. Um, Law, how do you feel? This... I'm I'm here for the team up so much like like to everyone's point I'm here for the team up but I don't want Carly to have that like villain arc like that full realization yeah. to villain cuz yeah. she's she's I think there's still some level of a cusp for her like it can go either way but I think if it goes down the way we see it going down like there's no return for her for the most part. Um, maybe she could redeem herself later, but it would take a lot for her to do so. Um, but I think this push, what where she grabbed Batroc and was like, "Yo, like you're you're the guy. Like you hate him as much as I do, and all this other stuff." And you know, like it's it's one of those things where again, she's doing any by any means necessary, and we're about to see some shit go down where, like, there's no there's no real backpedal for this anymore. Like she's, she's invested so much into this and she's gone so far into it that it's going to be so hard for her to backpedal. Like Batrock doesn't care. I'm fully, you know, he, he's accepted the fact that he's not the good guy. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I think she does not yet see like herself as a villain. And she saw, let me backtrack. So Sam showed her very quickly in that conversation where she said, no, 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 you made me say that. You know what I mean? And she was like, oh, like she was, you know, backing up and on her toes with Sam because she he's trying to say like, yo, like I respect who you are and I know what you're trying to do. Yeah. Again, we've all been saying it. You're just doing it in the wrong way. So, you know, we empathize. I think, you know, this team up is going to be 
you know, short lived. It's only going to last throughout this because either, unfortunately, she might she might die, get captured, or she backpedals out of this, and maybe there's an arc where she, you know, you know, redeems herself. But it's looking real narrow and whatnot. But we are going to probably just see Batroc um, go full force for this because he's that kind of guy. We've seen him just be like, "Oh, work, bet, like say less." You want to know what's funny though, because you in thinking about it now too, but Batrock, like you said, like he's gone suit food. I don't think we really even have him as a, he's just a hired gun, so we don't even know his full backstory right. of mm-hmm. what type of character he is. He's all we know is that in Civil War he was a hired gun. No, if, not if, War, if, in, if, in, if you're in paying Soviet. enough, then he's for it. Yeah, right. because that's all he's done. He's a hired gun, and also too, Dave just wants to say shout out to Kimbo. By the way, his Facebook game is strong i recommend you guys follow him if you don't already guaranteed entertainment look at that dave we love you bro tony take it away with this thank you dave oh go ahead kim wait go ahead who's there no i was just gonna say i think law actually swung me the opposite direction in that he said you know the you know i i correct me if i'm wrong here but you said something to the effect of i don't think see that there's much of a way back for her or it's basically a steep climb or whatever I think that's the exact reason why I'm going to go all the way that she's going to get a redemption because the easy, the, the story that everyone would expect is, Oh, she's, she's, this is her fall from grace and she's going to be bad. And then she's going to get killed. I don't think that's going to happen. I think there's going to be a, 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 a redemption arc for her. Even, uh, yeah, I, I, I want it. Maybe. I sincerely want it. But at the same time, I've seen, you know, we've seen characters like Killmonger and like we're we're literally seeing Killmonger before Killmonger was Killmonger. We're seeing what what it takes to turn a character into Killmonger. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's what we're seeing right now. So where she may not get redemption, mm-hmm. we may get a, a clearer picture of why, you know, oh. she she did this. Yeah. So we have a question from Raving Bob. So, so can we all agree that Sharon is the power broker again? Tone, 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 jumped that ship. We jumped that. Tony jumped jumped that ship. ship. I jumped the ship. I jumped the ship. I think jumped the ship. I don't. I don't think it's Sharon Carter. I think it's uh, it's Valentina. That's who I think the power broker is. Although there, although there is a good case for Sharon Carter to be the power broker. There's a hundred percent a good case for it. And also to Raven Bob, the thoughts of Isaiah Bradley's heavy story. Do you think it serves a great purpose of Sam's journey into the shield? We're going to touch up on that mm. right after Tone um, touches up on the his thoughts on the superhero villain team up that we're getting. Uh, I mean, I'm here for it. It'll be cool to see. I think it'll like you know like what Law was saying. It'll be cool to see Batarock just kind of go ham against who he's going for with Carly. I hope she, like to everyone's point. I hope she gets a a uh an arc like a a coming a coming to fruition type of arc but we also know she's got the super serum it's making her more of who she is she's a freedom fighter Mm -hmm. so that's kind of what her whole her whole just just is someone's freedom fighter is another person's terrorist and that's kind of what we're what we're seeing here and the whole thing with these movements whether you agree with them or not the movements are only as strong as the amount of people in them Mm -hmm. and like there's only maybe six i think six or five left of the super soldier serum people but she's got a hell of a ton of people just around ready the around the world ready I, to move I just moments all, notice, you just like, went, look all how those, many people I have. all those all <laughs> those people in central park it just was one of those things was like yeah 
like she she truly believes she's doing the right thing, but she mm-hmm. also has the support of what she believes in. And not just the support of the people who have the same ability as her, but people she probably does not know, people who found this movement online. And again, very foreshadowing, allegorical to things that we see in our own society today. And again, whether you agree with them or not, but the whole point is like they've got the backing. So they're doing what they what they need to do to do what's right, which is to open the borders and having all this collaboration for for people. So I'm more interested to see where her mindset goes because just trying to see where, where what shifts for her because she you know she's doing doing murder and then killing uh battle star like she's doing some really dark things that she probably wouldn't have done before the serum so kind of seeing the thought process of what her movement now is because you could be losing what the movement is by doing what she's doing at these uh at the centers and what happens to Battlestar and just losing all focus. So I think I'm hoping she gets like a come to God for lack of a better expression moment in this last episode of what the flag smashers are really about what she's trying to do, potentially work with Sam to get mm-hmm. that done, which is helping people, but they're helping on two opposite spectrums. So that's, that's I think too. Yeah. I think, I think battle rock is just kind of muscle and we're going to see a really dope fight scene between him and 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 Sam with the suit with the suit from fucking Wakanda. We we cannot sleep on that. Uh, so you know. So I think uh, I think that's what we're gonna be looking forward to. Yeah. Before we go, we gotta talk Isaiah Bradley because there would be a disservice to that man if we don't talk about him. Absolutely. Amen to that. So yeah, I want to touch up on that. Sorry, we're just having one of our guests having small difficulties. It's fine. Again, that's just a beautiful part about live. But yeah, no, going back on it and really quickly. Yeah, Carly has gone against everything that she stands for, has become like the people she is trying to fight. Yep, and that's what illustrated. And getting into your point, thoughts on Isaiah Bradley's heavy story. We're going to get into that right now. That's the final question we're going to touch on because, again, I think it's important that this is the final question because we see Sam looking at suit. How uh, much of Isaiah's heavy backstory do you think has influenced Sam to take the suit? And, Kimbo, we would start with you with this. Uh, honestly, when I heard that story, it broke my heart. Just hearing this, hearing him recount the story about how he heard that there were prisoners in trouble and he went to break them out. I was like, that sounds really familiar. And I started thinking about it. And I'm like, that's exactly what Captain America did. And they gave him like a medal, a medal of valor for it and everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. So for the fact that they took Isaiah and instead threw him in jail and then wanted to experiment on him to figure out why the serum worked on him, you know, as if like it shouldn't have because he's a black man and stuff like that. Mm. And then just to try to make it work on somebody else, like it was, it was, it was heartbreaking, heart wrenching. And I think because Sam heard that story, that really, like, especially when he when he heard Isaiah said like America doesn't ain't ready for no black man to be Captain America. You know, when he when he heard that, that's when he kind of came to the conclusion that's like if. If like my own ancestor has given up, who am I to not continue the fight? Like I have to pick up where he left off. You know, I can't just leave him hanging like that. So I think that's one of the reasons why he wanted to do it. Also, it got to do with whatever's in that box, because I don't know what's in that box from Wakanda, but we really need to figure out what's in that box. <laughs> we we I think we all have an idea what's in the box, but um, I I'm hoping it is what it is. But um, Pong, take it away with this one. Yeah, well, what's in the box is definitely gonna be the super suit. Um, the, uh, yeah, it, it was, 
it was it was it, that that wasn't just a just a heavy scene and i did not i did not catch the connection between him and 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 steve rogers because that was the whole plot of the first movie was him going yep. against his commander and going and rescue people um because that's what heroes do you know yep. and and he he not only got you know got in trouble for it he got his life taken away and it's just mm-hmm. just just terrible um I, I I didn't I don't know that I have the right context to be able to unpack how Sam came to grips with it because it felt a little bit like well yeah you know this guy says this but you know what I'm gonna go and do the things anyway but actually Kimbo you just you just you just swayed me on that because because that makes sense like he's like yeah the the last generation they gave up so I'm not going to because that's what heroes do, you know, like, exactly. like, yeah. So I think, yeah, that's, that's, that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad that he didn't, of course, but, um, yeah, no, that was, that was some heavy stuff. Raven Bob says, I, I hope he keeps Red Wing at least. We touch yeah. up on it because we think that someone else is getting Red Wing. Um, and so refreshing to hear that Tony uses those. Okay, Dave, go to bed. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, me and Dave so, did go to the to, to me and Dave did go to Baruch. So you know, hey. <laughs> I mean, if you want a diacritical analysis of Juchi and ideals, I didn't think this was that kind of podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'm here for it. Like you know, I'm not a tanky, but I get oh, where they're man. coming from. No, I'm kidding. That's funny. <laughs> Tony, how do you get taken away with the with the story with Isaiah Bradley influencing Falcon? I mean. You know, to Kimbo's point, there was you had a lot of really good points. I also completely missed the whole first Avenger yeah. connection. Like it was just like a a blank. Even the shit I watched, I don't even, I don't remember if someone someone brought it up or whatever. But it's a, such a great point that it was okay for Cap to go against the Nazis to save his boys, mm-hmm. but Isaiah saving his brothers from his captors, which were also Americans, and that's like no, you can't you can't do that. It's like literally the story of 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 people. Right uh, of what we're, what 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 African Americans have been trying to fight against, and I also think when Isaiah tells him that America isn't ready for a, a black Captain America, it's true. What we saw in the first episode, America was not going to give it to Sam, mm-hmm. but it's not. But it's not America's job, or not America, not America. It's not the U.S. government's job to pass the shield, right? It's not their job. Steve Rogers was that embodiment. And I think Steve Rogers, of all people, picked Sam. And Sam takes that shield and becomes Captain America, the best version of, of ourselves, the best version of, of who we want to be as a country or who we want to be as Americans. And Sam Wilson's the person that's going to gonna fucking do it because he was chosen by Cap and he embodies it, as we, as we saw from the past four episodes, as he's growing to become this, this character. And then the 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 two differences between Isaiah saying no self righteous black man is going to be Captain America, but then Bucky when they have their training montage says me and Steve did not understand the repercussions of giving the shield to a black man, and I think those two are just like because Sam uh, because you know Steve and 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 Bucky are like we're just we're just giving you the shield like. This should be no. You're the right guy. You're the dude. Because they they don't they don't experience this. They don't they don't know what's going on. They just thought they were making the right choice. Whereas Isaiah was like, this this country did me dirty. This country these people erased me. I lost my entire life. He's literally living like in 
in limbo in Baltimore just to get by doing his plans, taking care of his grandson. He's like, I don't, I don't want to be that representation. So I think Sam ultimately taking the mantle and doing what's right by Isaiah in the past and everything that he went through, but also doing what's right by being the symbol that Steve was that he's taken up. So I think it's a powerful scene all in all. I think it was great to bring in Isaiah Bradley. I think, Hopefully more people will read about him and read the comic series that came out just to kind of understand and also potentially look up what our country did in like real life. Cause that whole testing syphilis thing, that is true. It is shit that happened. So, um, mm. to bring, to bring, bringing it up. So, and me there goes, bear in mind, Cap did it during the desperate war time. And then Dave goes, no need to comment on this. I just want to type justice for George Floyd. Yes. And Pong go right ahead. So, uh, when, uh, when, Tony was talking earlier, it, it reminded me that there is actual, like, you know, some historical uh, 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 tie-ins with this. Because, so, you know all about the, the our, our precious monuments. We love our monuments, folks. You know, we, we've got to keep the monuments. Well, a lot of those monuments were built uh, by, by an organization basically called the Cult of the Lost Cause. And what the Cult of the Lost Cause was was after every war, if you track, you know, when those monuments were created, right? They happened in two different times, one after World War One, and again after World War II, or sorry, three times, after World War II, and then during the civil rights period. And the whole point of those... You mean the shitty, the shitty statues that were made from crap? Yep. That are just there as symbols yep. of the Jim Crow? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, symbols of, well, Jim Crow, and even before Jim Crow, you know, because they, a lot of them were placed after World War One. And what they were saying was, yeah, you fought in the war and you fought for this country, but just remember this isn't your country. Like that was the whole point of all those monuments was it wasn't historical at all. It was it was you stay over there. I'm putting you here and this is your place. So we're going to put these these monuments right in the middle of the town square, you know, and and a lot of people don't know that history. They don't know about, you know, uh, about what was that, that that city in Tulsa. That uh, that the that they burned to the ground. Well, it's a lot of people are upset that they learned from Watchmen. Yeah, again, but yep. um, but yeah, there's a long history of this, and 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 it was kind of interesting that Isaiah's character touched on that. Uh, you know, without even necessarily talking about that event specifically, but it, it had a lot of real life parallels. Law, take it away with this one. So I think I said it last week, or I said it somewhere where. Like this past few weeks have been hitting different, especially, you mm. know, for me. And uh, like that conversation with, with Isaiah, I kind of had the feeling it was going to go that way. And it hit hard. Like I was just like, oh, damn. Because on the one side, you're, you know, because of what Isaiah has been through, he's not wrong. Right. But at the same time, you know through Sam's eyes and you've seen what he's gone through that he's also not wrong in wanting to take up the shield and knowing who Steve was and what Steve represents. Mm -hmm. um, and it it was heartbreaking to kind of like not choose sides, but like for be them to be stuck. Right. It was it was so hard and heartbreaking to watch that because you know. Isaiah will will because of what he's been through will never see that shield than other what than when he saw it as, and for Sam, the same goes like he'll never see the shield, you know than what it was. Granted, they both now have new information. It and it helps. 
it helps inform a lot of their you know future decisions. But Isaiah's like done. He said it. He's like, I'm never, you know, I just want to live out my life. I don't want to, you know, be known, be heard from again. Like it is what it is. He's made that peace. Um, and it was such a powerful like like uh scene. And um then you know, going back uh, or going forward to you know what Tone said with uh with when Bucky kind of owned up to his privilege and he was like, yo, but like me and me and Steve never really understood what it meant to give you that shield yeah. when we decided to give you the shield. And like someone, someone often like on you know internet said, there's no way that Cap would have lived throughout the course of history, especially American history, and not given the the, the shield to Sam. There was no way he lived through all that and said, yeah, I'm gonna give the shield to Buck. There was there was no way. He was like, this this shield needs to represent people of all kinds and the the people that you know it was said it was said more beautifully than I can than I can say right now uh, without getting all like emotional about it but essentially he was like yo like I'm going to make sure that Sam is the new face and the new like voice of the people because he is the people he is you know what this country is and what what they represent mm-hmm. and I thought that was beautiful and I love that this show is like really hitting home and driving home the fact that like these are conversations to be had like i i always you know my sister can tell you i i say it all the time like i always say my jungle is not the same as my mom's and my dad's like i grew up in the bronx bronx born and born and raised but the jungle that i grew up in in the 90s is not the one that they grew up in the 60s and 70s Mm -mm. you know what i mean but we come from the same exact jungle but you can you can't tell us that you know theirs was worse or ours was worse. We just have two different perspectives on the same situations that are going on till this day. Right. So seeing that kind of play out with these guys' conversation meant more to me than a lot of things that have been represented in media. And I'm a hundred percent loving this show as much as I did Watchmen or as much as I did you know Into the Spider Verse and what that meant to me. I want to touch up. Thank you, Raving Bob. It shows America's ugly side. Yes, it does. But Sam witnessing um, what his decision of giving up the shield to and the government leading to Walker incident was a big factor in him trusting Steve's intuition, even more as far as to passing the mantle to Sam, which is how the opening scene where we see Sam riddled in doubt. Yeah, in the beginning of the show, he was riddled with doubt. Yeah. Um, and now it's like it's clear to him because he has seen this. He has gone through this journey. And um, I want to thank our guests because um, we're going to go into his final thoughts right now. My final thoughts on this because there's a lot of interesting points. Everything that everyone touched up on tonight. Um, the thing is, is this is that I know that there are people in social circles that are upset because of the political commentary that some of the show has. But if you look at comics as a medium in a whole for years. They have always had and borrowed from real life and have been political commentary in those days. The X-Men, the X-Men, as Stanley said, Professor X was based off of Malcolm, uh, uh, Martin Luther King, where Magneto was based off of Malcolm X. What the show is doing is that what the directors intended it for to, to do. It's toning a gray line and it's like you don't know who the hero is, but yet we are seeing again in real life these commentaries. And they're not pulling from today they're pulling from old media because these stories were already written um walker story was written in the 80s 
Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they said at that time too, America wasn't ready for a black Captain America in the eighties. They played that out because it's the same thing. And with Sam's character, he's not a black Captain America. He is a Captain America. It's like, I'm going to pick up the shield and be a symbol for everybody. doesn't matter who you are because the foundations of what we were all built on. And, and that's the thing. We have to have conversations more about it. Not shouting matches. Not, oh, this is a liberal thing. This is a right wing. This is a this thing. No. This is a thing. Where, and we're not a political show. They're saying, like, again, it's just conversations we have because we are now seeing more diversity. We are now seeing what our country is supposed to be, which is a diverse country. We've had many people that have come from overseas over here to starting new life. And this show is touching up the fact that there's still a lot of ugly history that people try to ignore. Watchmen touched up on it. Again, interesting point. Brought up Tulsa, Oklahoma. Watchmen brought that up. The fact that um, Isaiah Bradley, Isaiah Bradley is a remnant, a remnant of the, what's that word? The Vietnam War. Vietnam War, which was called a police action by the United States. Mm-hmm. And it's just not saying that the United States is an evil country. It is a country that's still young and still learning for all of us to get together to become progressive and better as a nation altogether. And this is what that show is showing, that we can all come together, be better, listen to each other, not act. If you want to be a John Walker and act, chances are is that things are going to blow up in your face and those who are with you in the foxhole are not going to be with you because the government wasn't with John Walker with what he did. He was caught. It's a camera. Uh-huh. They're chauvin. Look at that. Uh-huh. Look at eyes. And again, it's, it's, it's a great political tool. It's a great commentary. It's entertaining. It balls from real life and it's a great, and like, um, again, it is a great human story right now that's playing out and kudos to the writers for doing this and not shine away especially on a disney plus app okay i want to get give it up to all of our guests aries mills uh who's on again apologize to the fans because she's having connection issues but she wants to thank for coming on i want to thank pond for coming on the mighty pong i want to thank kimbo henry for coming on please guys check out the description check out all their links check out their awesome art check out their awesome shows we want to think we know that some of this got a little happy but again we're just very passionate what's going on with the show <laughs> absolutely absolutely but also side been- note like if you are having issues and saying like oh my god they're getting too political and blah blah blah, blah it's a it's show right about captain america that's right named after a country mm-hmm. it's gonna get political come on yep. guys Absolutely. Oh, wait. No, I hope the pandemic ends. We may be doing a live show in Staten Island. I'll let you know. Depends on the, you know. But again, this has been your boy, Sebastian. It's your boy, Law. Anybody tone from across the hall. Everyone have a great night, and thank you for tuning in. Peace. Take it easy, guys. Peace out, guys.